Hello, and welcome to EDU, Eric DeReese University. I'm Dr. DeReese. Let's get started, shall we? Educational Research, Chapter 16. Mixed Methods Designs. If you have access to both quantitative and qualitative data, you can use both forms of data in combination to understand your research problem and answer your research question. This combination will provide new insights and new ways to understand your data. With qualitative research now accepted by educational researchers and with quantitative research long established as an approach, mixed methods has become popular as the newest development in educational research methods. This uh, chapter provides an introduction to mixed methods. It defines mixed methods research, identifies when research problems merit its use, assess the key characteristics of it, highlights ethical issues that may arise when using it, and advances the steps in conducting and evaluating this design. By the end of this chapter, you should be able to describe mixed methods research, its use, and its development, identify the major types of mixed methods designs, describe the key characteristics of mixed methods research, identify some potential ethical issues in mixed methods uh, research, understand the steps used in conducting mixed methods research, and list criteria for evaluating a mixed methods study. Maria chooses to collect both quantitative and qualitative data. Uh, she decides to conduct a survey and then follow up with interviews with a few students to follow up interviews with a few students to explain in more detail the survey results. She views the research in two phases. For the first quantitative uh, phase, her research question is, what factors in influence student <coughs> attitudes towards weapon possession? Later in the follow-up qualitative phase, her question is, when students mention peers as a factor influencing student attitudes to weapons, what do they mean? In this study, Maria collects quantitative survey data and then follows up with qualitative uh, interview data to help explain the initial quantitative results. Maria conducts a study using mixed methods research. What is mixed methods research? When, it's when is it used and how did it develop? A mixed methods research design is a procedure for collecting, analyzing, and mixing both quantitative and qualitative uh, methods in a single study or a series of studies to understand a research problem. The basic assumption is that the use of both quantitative and qualitative methods in combination provides a better understanding of the research problem and questions uh, than either methods, a method by itself. If you use this design, you need to understand both quantitative and qualitative research. This makes this type of design one requiring specific skills. In addition, the procedures are time-consuming, requiring extensive data collection and analysis, and may require that you participate in a research team with diverse skills when using it. In addition, mixed methods research is not simply collecting and analyzing two distinct strands of research, qualitative and quantitative. It consists of merging, combining, connecting, having one database uh, explain the other, building, having one database build something new, used in the other, uh, and embedded placing one database within another larger database. In short, the data are mixed in a mixed methods study. When do you conduct a mixed methods study? There are several reasons for using a mixed methods design to conduct a study. In general, you conduct a mixed methods study when you have both quantitative and qualitative data. And these types of data together provide a better understanding of your research problem than either type by itself. Mixed methods research is a good design to use if you seek to build on the strengths of both quantitative and qualitative data. Quantitative data, uh, such as scores on instruments, yield specific numbers that can be statistically analyzed 
can produce results to assess the frequency and magnitude of trends, and can provide useful information if you need to describe trends about a larger number of people. However, qualitative data, such as open-ended interviews that provide actual words of people in the study, offer many different uh, perspectives on the study type and provide a complex picture of the situation. When one combines quantitative and qualitative data, we have a very powerful mix. For example, by assessing, a, uh, assessing both outcomes of a study, in, in other words, uh, quanti quantitative, or as well as the process, in other words, qualitative, we can develop a complex picture of social phenomena. You also conduct a mixed method study when one type of research, qualitative or quantitative, is not enough to address the research problem or answer the research questions. More data are needed to extend, elaborate on, or explain the first database. For example, you may want to first explore the data uh, qualitatively to develop an instrument or to identify variables to test in a later quantitative study. You engage in a mixed method study when you want to follow up a quantitative study with a qualitative one to obtain more detailed, specific information than can be gained from the results of statistical tests. You use mixed methods when you want to provide alternative perspectives in a study. An example of this would be an experimental study in which the experiment yields useful information about outcomes, but the additional collection of qualitative data develops a more in-depth understanding of how the experimental intervention actually worked. Another example would be when a policymaker wants both the numbers and the stories about an issue. The different, uh, source, the different sources of information provide both general trends about a problem as well as detail. On a practical level, mixed method studies are increasingly being published in the scholarly literature. Uh, students in graduate programs are <coughs> mixed methods because they want to experience the latest research methods approach. These students may also be in a graduate program in graduate programs in which qualitative research has yet to be fully accepted and in which quantitative approaches are the norm. Although individuals in those programs may recognize the value of qualitative research, a mixed method study is more acceptable than a pure qualitative study because there is still a component of quantitative research in the study. How did mixed methods research develop? The historical development of mixed methods research has been uh, outlined elsewhere, um, and this review builds on these earlier discussions. We can trace this evolution through several phases. Mixing forms of quantitative data. Since the 1930s, educational and social science investigators had been collecting multiple methods of data. Um, then Campbell and Fisk introduced the multi-trait methods, uh, multi-trait, multi-method approach, stimulating uh, interest in employing multiple methods in a single study. Campbell and Fisk's interest was not in mixed methods research. Uh, rather, they sought to develop valid psychological traits by collecting multiple forms of quantitative data. To develop these traits, they suggested a process whereby researchers would collect uh, data to develop these, uh, would collect multiple measures of multiple traits and assess uh, each measure by at least two methods. When they correlated scores and placed them into a matrix, a multi-method, multi-trait matrix resulted. An investigator could determine if the trait was valid by examining this matrix and assessing whether the measures of the trait correlated higher with each other than they did with measures of different traits involving separate methods. Evidence from these correlations provided useful information about different forms of uh, validity. At a broader level, the use of multiple methods to measure a trait encouraged other researchers to collect more than one type of data, even if such data were only quantitative. 
such as peers, judgment, scores, and word association tests. Combine quantitative and qualitative data. Soon, others were collecting multiple forms of data, but now it consisted of quantitative and qualitative information. By 1973, Siever suggested the combination of in-depth case studies with surveys creating a new uh, style of research and the integration of research techniques within a single study. A few years later, used the combination of surveys, semi-structured interviews, observations, and archival materials to provide a rich and comprehensive picture of anxiety and job insecurity during organizational merges, mergers. Jick's study was more than an examination of mergers. Uh, his article used uh, the merger study to illustrate the procedure of triangulating data. Triangulation, a term drawn from naval military science, is the process where sailors use multiple reference points to locate an object, an object's exact position at sea. Applied uh, to research, it meant that investigators could improve their inquiries by collecting and converging or integrating different kinds of data bearing on the same phenomenon. The three points to the triangle are the two sources of the data and the phenomenon. This improvement in inquiries would come from blending the strengths of one type of method and neutralizing the weaknesses of the other. For example, in a study of middle school principal leadership, a researcher can augment qualitative observations of behavior with a quantitative survey in order to provide a more complete understanding of leadership. Converging data in a single study continues to be an attractive approach to mixed methods research today. Question, questioning the integration of world views and methods. Further developments on procedures, however, had to wait for several years. The issue arose as to whether quantitative and qualitative research could be combined because each approach drew on different philosophical assumptions. This debate was more than um, tension between those who embraced traditional qualitative, quantitative research and those advocating for qualitative inquiry. The uh, issue was whether a researcher who used certain methods also needed to use a specific worldview, the compatibility uh, between worldviews and methods. Worldviews are the broad philosophical assumptions that uh, researchers use when they conduct studies. Although some researchers may not recognize it, they make assumptions about knowledge. For example, math scores exist to demonstrate achievement uh, for seventh graders and how it can be obtained. For example, we can measure math ability using standardized achievement tests. Those who argued for um, incompatibility said that quantitative methods, for example, student scores on an instrument, belonged to one worldview. For example, an attempt to measure objectivity, student achievement, um, whereas qualitative methods, for example, an observation of students, apply to another worldview. For example, the researcher assesses reality uh, subjectively through his or her lens. The logic of this argument uh, led to the conclusion that mixed methods research was untenable because a single worldview did not exist for the inquiry. The worldview method argument, called the paradigm debate, played out for several years during the late 1980s and early 1990s, especially a national uh, conference, especially at national conferences such as the American uh, Evaluation Association's annual meetings. But it has largely diminished because of several factors. Some said that those who argued for the incompatibility of worldviews and methods created a false dichotomy uh, that does not hold under close inspection. For example, there is an objective reality, for example, the classroom, but under close inspection, there is also a subjective reality. For example, we see different things as we look at the classroom. Uh, some methods are more closely associated with one worldview than the other, but to categorize them, 
as belonging to one worldview more than another creates an unrealistic situation. Others contended that mixed methods research has its own philosophical worldview. Uh, pragmatism. The pragmatism, for example, believe the pragmatists, for example, believe philosophically in using procedures that work for a popular research problem under study, and that you should use many methods when understanding a research problem. For example, see discussion. Okay. In addition, the dialectal position embraced by Green and uh, Caroselli recommends that researchers report the multiple worldviews they hold, thus honoring worldviews as important, and also collect both quantitative and qualitative data. Other philosophies have emerged as a foundation for mixed methods research, such as the transfer transformative research perspective, advancing the need for addressing issues of social justice for underrepresented uh, groups. The critical realist perspective, which combines both subjective and objective assessments, um, and dialectic pluralism, which embraces multiple approaches of differences to gain new insights. Developing procedures for mixed methods studies. Another factor that quieted the debate was the increased interest in the procedural aspects of conducting mixed methods research. Authors explored the purposes of mixed methods research, identified alternative designs to use, and specified a notation system and visual models for the designs. The idea of triangulation had already introduced one purpose for mixing methods to integrate multiple database, databases to understand a phenomenon and research problem. Uh, other reasons soon emerged. You could collect quantitative um, and qualitative data separately in two phases so that data from one source could enhance, elaborate, or complement data from the other source <clears throat> in more com complicated designs. The data collection could extend from two to three phases, for example, Miles and Huberman or be collected from multiple levels in an organization such as the district, school, teacher, and student, for example. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. You could also embed data with one form of data becoming less important in a design, emphasizing the other form of data. Central to this thinking about uh, different models or designs has been the visualization of procedures and the use of notation systems designed to uh, Morse. This system shown in figure 16.1 is a way to portray the procedures in mixed methods designs. Shorthand labels for quantitative and qualitative simplify the terms. Uh, figure 16.1 also portrays two sample designs as shown in study number one. A researcher places an emphasis on both quantitative and qualitative data and integrates or combines the data in the study. In study number two, the investigator emphasizes quantitative data in the first phase of a study followed by a minor emphasis on qualitative data in the second phase of the study. Later in this chapter, we consider names for these designs and explore several variations of them. Advocating for a distinct design. With emerging procedures, a notation system, and specific designs, the discussion has turned to viewing mixed methods research as a separate and distinct design. To experiments, surveys, grounded theory, and others, we now add mixed methods research or uh, incorporate this form of research into these designs. Advocates for mixed methods research have written entire chapters and books on its use in the social and health sciences. In addition, refinements continue in the process of data analysis and mixed methods research. Uh, the use of computer programs for merging quantitative statistical programs with text analysis programs, and the identification and discussion of numerous mixed methods uh, studies reported in the scholarly literature. <clears throat> Reflective period. In the past five to seven years, mixed methods 
has entered a new historical period in its evolution. This reflective period is characterized by three major themes, a current assessment or mapping of the field, the emergence of constructive criticisms, and reassessments that have challenged the nature of mixed methods research and the expansion to many disciplines and countries in the world. The mapping of the field consists of establishing uh, priorities for research in mixed methods, identifying the domains of inquiry, and summarizing topics being addressed so that emerging and experienced scholars can add to the ongoing discussions. The challenge uh, and rain, wait a minute, the challenges that have arisen in the past few years have come from scholars around the world and range from more basic concerns about definition and language for mixed methods to philosophical issues of mixing paradigms and the dominant discourse in the field to the applied issues of the types of designs and the claims being advanced by mixed methods scholars. These controversies signal a healthy development for mixed methods research. For example, the controversial discussion by fresh discussion by Freshwater asks for a greater openness to new ideas on mixed methods and to challenges accepting to and to challenge accepting key ideas without reservation. Finally, the past few years has seen an expansion of interest in mixed methods that has pervaded many social and health science uh, disciplines. It has been encouraged through significant U.S. federal funding agencies, such as the National Institute of Health report on best practices for mixed methods research. Worldwide, it has been uh, attracted, it has also attracted interest through conferences symposia, and international empirical articles reported in mixed methods-oriented journals. What are the types of mixed methods designs? Although work has begun on identifying types of mixed methods designs, many models and approaches have been advanced in the literature. To review the possibilities, see the discussions by Cresswell and Plano-Clark. The strategy that authors have taken is to review published studies and classify them by type of design. Before examining the types of designs, it might be helpful to reflect on useful strategies for identifying a mixed methods study reported in the published literature. One strategy is to ask the following questions to help you identify a study as mixed methods research. Is there evidence in the title? Look at the uh, title to determine if it includes words such as quantitative and qualitative mixed methods or other related terms to signify the collection of both quantitative and qualitative data. Relating terms um, might be integrated, combined, triangulation, multi-method, or mixed methodology. Uh, also, is there evidence in the data collection section? Uh, examine the methods or procedures section where the author addresses data collection and, I, and identify if researchers discuss forms of quantitative data, in other words, numbers reported with closed-ended questions, and qualitative data, uh, in, other word, in other words, uh, words or images with open-ended questions as part of the data collection. And also, is there evidence in the purpose statement or the research questions? Examine the abstract or introduction of the study to identify uh, the purpose or research questions. Do these statements indicate that the researcher intends to collect both quantitative and qualitative data during the study? Having identified the study as mixed methods, next determine the type of mixed methods design the author is using. You might ask the following questions. One, intent. What is the intent? for combining the quantitative and qualitative data. Intent relates to whether the idea is to compare two databases to validate one database with evidence or to gain a more complete understanding of a problem. All these intents relate to merging 
the two databases in a converging, convergent parallel design. Other intents could be to have one database explained by the other or to build from one database to something new. These are the sequential designs, either explanatory or exploratory. The final intent may be to embed or encase one database within some larger framework, such as experiment, such as an experiment or a theory, or within a long-term sustained line of inquiry. All these are advanced designs. Number two, timing. What is the sequence of collecting the quantitative and qualitative data? Determine whether the qualitative data or, quanti or quantitative data comes first, second, first and second in the data collection, or whether they are collected concurrently. And number three, emphasis. What priority or weight does the researcher give to the quantitative and qualitative data collection? Priority or weight means that one form of data is given more attention or emphasis in the study. However, quantitative and qualitative data are sometimes treated equally. Using these three questions, you can locate and identify most mixed methods designs commonly used in educational research. Figure 16.2 portrays the six major designs that will be emphasized here. Variations occur on each of these six designs, but they are major forms of mixed methods research that are typically used by educators today. The way to view this figure is to <clears throat> see that the basic designs, convergent, parallel, explanatory, sequential, and exploratory sequential, are at the heart of mixed methods designs. One should first look to see which one of these three basic designs is being used in a mixed method study. However, these basic designs might be trained by something larger, such as an experiment, uh, social justice orientation, or uh, a program evaluation. In this way, the basic design then becomes an advanced design. Granted, designs may emerge during a study and uh, not planned in, in final form at the outset of the project. For those designing a mixed methods uh, project in education, however, starting with the conceptualization of basic design as the major intent of a study and possibly framing the basic um, design within a more advanced feature is a useful way to view designs. Thus, six mixed methods designs are discussed here. First, the basic designs, the convergent design, the explanatory sequential design, the exploratory sequential design, then the advanced designs, the experimental design, the social justice design, the multi-evaluation design. Let's start with the convergent design. The purpose of a convergent or parallel or concurred mixed methods design, called a convergent design for a short label, uh, is to simultaneously collect both quantitative and qualitative data, merge the data, compare the results, and explain any discrepancies in the results. A basic rationale for this design is that one data collection form uh, supplies strengths to the offset to offset the weaknesses of the other form and that a more complete understanding of a research problem results from collecting both quantitative and qualitative data. It is based on the core assumption uh, that quali qualitative data, open-ended data, and quantitative data, closed-ended data, provide different results in a study and can be used as a check for another. Um, for example, quantitative scores on an instrument from many individuals provide strengths to offset weaknesses of qualitative documentation from a few people. Alternatively, qualitative in-depth observation of a few people offers strengths to quantitative data that does not adequately provide detailed information about the personal experiences of individuals and a detailed understanding of the setting in which they respond to research problems. How does the process of a convergent study work? The researcher gathers both quantitative and qualitative data, analyzes both data sets separately, compares the results from the analysis of both data sets, and makes an interpretation as to whether the results support or diverge. 
if the results diverge, uh, di if the results diverse, then the researcher provides an expl explanation for um, explanation for this divergence, drawn from gathering more data, reanalyzing the databases, or more closely <clears throat> inspecting the quality of both forms of data. The direct comparison of the two data sets by the researcher provides a convergence of data sources. As shown in figure 16.3 in this design, the mixed methods researcher does the following. Intends to compare the quantitative and qualitative results from a study in order to see if they converge and provide similar results. Also, um, often gives equal priority to both quantitative and qualitative data. See quan and qual. The researcher values both quantitative and qualitative data and sees them as approximately equal sources of information in the study. For example, interview data are as important as the scores gathered in an on an instrument. Collects both the quantitative and qualitative data concurrently or simultaneously during the study. Qualitative documents about what the um, students learn in preschool are reviewed, for example, at the same time that the researcher collects uh, quantitative observations on students' behavior using a checklist. Compares the results from quantitative and qualitative analysis to determine if the two databases yield similar or dissimilar results. The comparison may occur in several ways. The most popular approach is to describe the quantitative and qualitative results side by side in a discussion section of a study. For example, the researcher uh, would first uh, present the quantitative statistical results and then provide qualitative quotes to either confirm or disconfirm the statistical results. Another approach is to actually merge the quantitative and qualitative data in a single table or graph. For each major topic of the study, the researcher could array in a table the quantitative or results um, and the qualitative themes and columns that match each topic. A third approach is to transform one of the data sets so that they can be directly compared with the other data set. For example, qualitative themes identified during interviews are quantified and given a score as to their frequency. These scores are then compared with scores from instruments measuring variables that address the same ideas as the themes. The strength of, these, of this design is that it combines the advantages of each form of data, that is, uh, quantitative data, data provide for uh, generalizability, whereas qualitative data off, offer information about the context or setting. This design enables a researcher to gather information that uses the best features of both quantitative and qualitative data collection. One difficulty with this design is how to merge the two forms of data when this is done to determine how to assess uh, results that diverge. If the results diverge, then these, this divergence needs to be explained. Often, researchers will return to the original database, databases and assess whether the results need to be reanalyzed, or they will collect new data. In either case, an explanation is merited in a study. Um, in a convergent mixed method study, C, uh, oh, Lee and Green examined the relationship between graduate students' placement test scores for English as a second language on a day-long process-oriented writing assessment and an assessment of first-semester academic performance. <clears throat> this outcome was assessed through grade point average and both quantitative, and, uh, quantitative questionnaires and qualitative interviews with uh, faculty members and students. Thus, this study reported both quantitative and qualitative data. The design was described as a complementary mixed method study and illustrated the, research, uh, the researcher's approach to converge the quantitative and qualitative data. Each data source was collected independently and 
then analyzed separately. The authors integrated the quantitative and qualitative data during data analysis and presented discussions illustrating the uh, comparing of both data combined in an extreme case analysis, scatterplot of extreme scores in quotes, and a table that compared scores in congruent and uh, discrepant quotes. The explanatory sequential design. Instead of collecting data at the same time and merging the results, a mixed methods researcher might collect quantitative and qualitative information sequentially in two phases, with one form of data collection following the information of uh, following and informing the other. This design, also shown in Figure 16.3, is an explanatory mixed methods design, perhaps the most popular form of mixed methods approach in educational research, an explanatory sequential form of mixed methods approach in educational research, an explanatory sequential mixed methods design, also called two-phase model and referred to here as an explanatory design, Cresswell and Plano Clark, consists of first collecting quantitative data and then gathering the quantitative data to help explain or elaborate on the quantitative results. The rationale for this approach is that the quantitative data and results provide a general picture of the research problem. More analysis, specifically through qualitative data collection, is needed to refine, ex refine extend, or explain the general quantitative picture. Referring back to figure 16.3, you can see the following in this design. The intent of this design is to explain the quantitative results with qualitative data. This ex explanation is based on the assumption that surprising or unexpected results may occur in the quantitative phase of the study. These results beg for further explanation. In addition, expected results may occur, but these are so general that a follow-up is needed to further understand them. In these cases, a qualitative data collection phase follows the quantitative phase. The mixed methods researcher places a priority on quantitative data. Uh, quan collection and analysis. This is done by introducing it first in the study and having it represent a major aspect of data collection. A small qualitative qual component typically follows in the second phase of the research. The mixed methods researcher collects quantitative data first in the sequence. This is followed by the secondary qualitative data collection. Researchers often present these studies in two phases, with each phase clearly identified in headings in the report. The mixed methods researcher uses the qualitative data to refine the results from the quantitative data. This refinement leads, up, leads to exploring a few typical cases, probing a key result in more detail, or following up with outlier or extreme cases. This design has the advantage of clearly identified quantitative and qualitative parts, an advantage for the readers as well as for those designing and conducting the study. Unlike the convergent design, the researcher does not have to converge or integrate two different forms of data. This design also captures the best of both quantitative and qualitative data to obtain quantitative results from a population in the first phase and then refine or elaborate these findings through an in-depth qualitative exploration in the second phase. The difficulty in using this design, however, is in, the, in that the researcher needs to determine what aspect of the quantitative results to follow up on. This follow-up means deciding on the participants to sample in the second qualitative phase, as well as, more important, the questions to ask in this follow-up phase that builds on the initial quantitative phase. In addition, this design is labor-intense and requires both expertise and time to collect both quantitative and qualitative data in sequence. The two-phase project by Ivanka and Stick is a good example of an explanatory design. 
Their research examined factors contributing to students' persistence in a um, distributed online doctoral program in educational leadership in higher education. They called their study a sequential exp explanatory study. They first gathered quantitative survey data from 278 current and former students and then followed up with four qualitative case study respondents to explore the survey response in more detail. This project illustrates rigorous quantitative methods using good sampling and sophisticated data analysis, as well as persuasive qualitative case study procedures that illustrate the development of themes for each case and a cross-case comparison. Uh, they present a good figure of their mixed methods procedures showing the quantitative and, and the qualitative phase, phases, followed up by summarizing both results. By studying four specific cases as a follow-up, they were able to gain greater insight into the important uh, predictors of student persistence. The exploratory sequential design. Rather than first analyzing or collecting quantitative data as is done in the explanatory design, the mixed methods researcher begins with qualitative data and then collects quantitative information. The purpose of an exploratory sequential mixed methods design, called an exploratory design, uh, involves the procedure of first gathering qualitative data to explore a phenomenon and then collecting quantitative data to explain relationships found in the qualitative data. A popular application of this design is to explore a phenomenon, identified, identify themes, uh, design an instrument, and uh, subsequently test it. Researchers use this design when existing instruments, variables, and measures may not be known or available for the population under study. Again, referring to figure 16.3, you can see the following in this design. The intent of this design is to first explore qualitatively with a sample in order to determine what questions to ask, what variables to measure, and what people to ask. The basic assumption of this design is that all is that the questions, variables, and individuals to participate are not known in advance. Because of this newness of the topic, the uniqueness of participants, or the location where the study occurs, for example, in some international country, the mixed methods researcher emphasizes the qualitative data, qual, more than the quantitative data, quan. This emphasis may occur through presenting the overarching question as an open-ended question or discussing the qualitative results in more detail than the quantitative results. The mixed methods researcher has a subsequent, uh, has a sequence to data collection that involves first collecting qualitative data followed by quantitative data. Typically in these designs, the researcher presents the study in two phases, with the first phase involving qualitative data collection for example, interviews and observational observations with a small number of individuals followed by quantitative data collection, for example, a survey with a large randomly selected number of participants. The mixed methods researcher plans on the quantitative data to build on an exp or explain the initial qualitative findings. The intent of the researcher is for the quantitative data results to refine and extend the qualitative findings by testing out an instrument, develop a typology or classification, and identify procedures for an experimental um, intervention from the qualitative findings. In both cases, the initial qualitative exploration leads to detailed, generalizable results through the second quantitative phases. One advantage of this approach is that it allows the researcher to identify measures actually grounded in the data obtained from uh, study participants. The researcher can initially explore views by listening to uh, participants rather than approach a topic with a predetermined set of variables. However, it has the disadvantage of requiring extensive data collection as well as the time required for this process. 
The testing of an instrument adds considerably to the length of time this design requires to be implemented. It also re asks researchers to make decisions about the most appropriate qualitative data, for example, quotes, codes, and themes, to use in the follow-up quantitative phases of the quantitative phases of the study. <clears throat> in the exploratory sequential mixed methods design by uh, Major Berluk and Burjard, uh, the authors studied language teachers. Uh, practical knowledge about teaching, reading, comprehension to six, 16 to 18-year-old students. They first conducted a qualitative study of teachers' uh, practical knowledge from 13 teachers about reading comprehension by connect, uh, collecting semi-structured interviews and concept mapping assignments. They then used information from this quantitative phase to identify six categories of teachers' knowledge. They also used the teachers' expressions from the qualitative data to form like uh, Likert-type items, and scales for follow-up questionnaire. Thus, the second phase of their study consisted of developing and testing an instrument based on their qualitative data. 69 teachers completed the questionnaire, and the results were used to assess the teachers' shared practical knowledge about teaching, re reading, comprehension, and the variations that existed among teachers. A significant element of this study is that the reader learned from the detailed process of designing and developing an instrument based on qualitative data. The experimental design. The convergent explanatory or exploratory basic designs may be framed within some larger dimension or perspective, such as an experiment, social justice orientation, or the evaluation procedure. The purpose of the experimental design is to encase a basic mixed methods design within an experiment. This means essentially that the researcher adds qualitative data collection analysis and results into an experiment. As shown in, in uh, figure 16.4, qualitative data may be added into an experiment either before the experiment begins, during the experiment, or after the experiment, or at all or several of these times. In this way, the qualitative data uh, augments or supports the experimental procedure. A variation on this approach might be to have quantitative data, such as a survey, added into a larger qualitative study, such as an ethnography. But this type of design is infrequently found in the literature. In an experiment, for example, the researcher may collect qualitative data to examine how participants in the, in the treatment condition are experiencing the intervention. In this case, the basic design within the experiment is a convergent design. Collecting data before the experiment can help to design an intervention that is tailored to the participants using an explore, exploratory sequential design. Collecting data after the experiment can help, the, help to explain and follow up on the quantitative uh, outcome results using an explanatory design. How does, this process, how does the process of an experiment mixed methods design work? The researcher collects both quantitative data and qualitative data during a single study, for example, in an experiment. The two data sets are analyzed separately and address different research uh, questions, for example, the quantitative data will address whether the intervention had an impact on the outcomes, whereas the qualitative data will assess how the participants experience the intervention. As shown in Figure 16.4, in this uh, design, the mixed methods researcher does the following. Adds qualitative data into an experiment, either before the experiment begins, during the experiment, or immediately after the experiment concludes. The intent of the qualitative data is to involve participants and their experiences in the experiment, as opposed to relying solely on the responses to, me um, to measures that they provide. Gives priority to the major form of data collection, for example, 
often quant quantitative, and secondary status to the supportive form, for example, often qualitative, of data collection. The secondary form is used in the mixed method study to support and provide additional information to the primary form, collects both the quantitative and qualitative data concurrently or sequentially. Both forms of data are collected during the study at roughly the same time or in sequence. This means that the basic design can be convergent, explanatory, exploratory, or some combination thereof in the study. It is important to understand and describe the purpose for which the secondary data are collected uses the secondary form of data to augment or provide additional sources of information not provided by the primary source of data. The augmentation is to gather information that typically addresses a different question than asked by the primary form of data. For example, the collection of quantitative data during an experiment may be to understand the process the participants are going through, whereas the quantitative data assesses the impact of the treatment on the outcomes. The strengths the strength of this design is that it combines the advantages of both quantitative and qualitative data. Qualitative data are more effective at recording outcomes of the experiment than identifying through qualitative data how individuals are experiencing the process. It also provides a type of mixed methods design in which the researcher can collect qualitative data, but the overall design still emphasizes quantitative approaches. In some fields, in some fields new to qualitative research, this role of qualitative data uh, helps to legitimize the use of such forms of data. One challenge in using uh, this design is to be clear about the intent of the secondary database. In addition, the two databases may not be easily compared because the data addresses different research questions. There is also the possibility that introducing quantitative data collection during an experiment will uh, influence the outcomes strategies influence the outcomes. Strategies need to be put into place to minimize this effect. For example, collecting qualitative data at the end of the experiment and having participants complete journals of their experience that are turned into turned in after the experiment. Further, like the convergent design, the simultaneous data collection of quantitative and qualitative data may be labor-intensive for a single researcher. Brady and Reagan conducted a mixed-method study of the Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, mentoring program in Ireland. They had two purposes for this for the study to assess the impact of the program for Irish youth and to examine the process and implementation of the program. Their experimental study consisted of a randomized controlled trial. 164 youth were randomly assigned to either the program or a control condition. The treatment consisted of participating in the mentoring program. The outcome measured reflected the outcome measures reflected a model of mentoring for youth, Rhodes model of mentoring, consisting of establishing a mentoring relationship built on um, mutuality, trust, and empathy that impacts the youth's social-emotional relationship, built on uh, social-emotional uh, development, identity, and cognitive development. These factors would in turn influence positive outcomes from the program, such as reduced health risk and better psychological outcomes. Qualitative data consisting of interviews with mentor dyads, parents, and staff, as well as observations, file analysis, and uh, focus groups were introduced into the experimental design while the experiment ran. In the end, the qualitative and quantitative data were converged by the researchers to compare the experimental outcomes with the qualitative findings and have a potential understanding of youth mentoring. In turn, this experimental mixed methods study show the incorporation of qualitative process data during the experiment and its use 
to compare with outcomes in the study. The social justice design. Social justice design is a mixed methods design in which a framework, for example, feminist or ethnic, encases the convergent, explanatory, uh, or exploratory sequential basic designs. It could be called a transformative design or a participatory design because the intent is to transform society and address the injustices that exist for certain populations. This is often done with the participation of marginalized groups in society and in communities. An added factor of this design is to bring about change, so the studies often end with specific calls for reinforcing society. The strength of this design is that it is value-based and ideological. The typical frameworks found in mixed methods are feminist, racial, ethnic, uh, disability, and gay or lesbian uh, perspectives. The challenge in using this design um, are that we are still learning about how to best integrate the framework into a mixed methods study. A diagram of this procedure is found in figure 16.4. For, for purposes of um, discussion, this figure shows the use of social justice framework within a basic ex explanatory sequential design. In other words, quantitative data collection followed by qualitative data collection. This design is characterized as follows. The intent of this type of mixed methods design is to conduct a convergent, explanatory, or exploratory study within a framework aimed at addressing a social justice issue. With social justice as a framework, the issue can, be, can flow into a mixed methods study at many and all phases of the research. The mixed methods researcher uses either a convergent, explanatory, or exploratory design. The basic design uh, designs provide the cornerstone for the social justice design, but this design goes beyond, the sim uh, beyond simply the use of the basic design. The mixed methods researcher can, uh, uses as an overall orienting lens in the study as a transformative framework. This framework may be a feminist perspective, a uh, racial or ethnic perspective, or some other perspective. It is this framework that shapes uh, many aspects of the mixed methods design, such as framing the uh, framing of the theory, the questions, the methods, the conclusions. The framework basically addresses an issue for an underrepresented uh, group and presents research intended to bring about change for that group. The mixed methods researcher calls for a change that will address the social issue faced by the group under study. A strong key to a good social justice mixed methods study is whether the research calls for reform or change at the end of the study. This call may be an an explicit request for change or steps that will be required to bring about change. In a sequential explanatory mixed methods study by Buck, Cook, Quigley, Eastwood, and Lucas, the authors used a feminist lens to study 89 African-American girls' personal orientations towards science learning. The study begins with a theoretical framework about the writings of feminist researchers in science education and what it means to be a girl in science as well as an African-American girl in science. In this sequential design, a quantitative first phase study of the girls' attitudes towards science was collected on an inventory to provide descriptive results. This was followed by a qualitative second phase consisting of focus group interviews and themes related to girls' defining a definition of science, the importance with science, and their experiences and success in school science. As a final step, the authors linked the qualitative themes to categories. In the conclusion of the article, the authors call for reforming the instructional strategies in science for girls to be positively connected to science, and they comment um, and they comment how their study illustrated the use of a feminist lens in a study in which specific myths have been dispelled and recommends uh, recommendations for changes made. Multi-stage evaluation design. 
like the social injustice, social justice, uh, the multi-dimensional, this multi-stage design is a complex design that builds on the basic convergent explanatory and exploratory designs. Multi-stage evaluation designs called multi-stage designs are mixed methods designs that are used when researchers seek to evaluate the impact of a program or project. The evaluation involves both formative and summative evaluation steps, and it consists of distinct stages in the research, beginning with a needs assessment, the development of a theory or conceptualization, the design of an instrument, and a test of a program. Often the program is then revised in light of the formative and summative evaluation. This form of design is popular in large-scale health research and in program evaluation research. The stages may employ a combination of convergent or sequential individual studies that are combined to address a single overriding program aim or objectives. Challenging, uh, challenges include forming a research team that can work comfortably together given uh, diverse methods, method orientations, making sure that the stages link together and having all of the studies provide insight into an overall project objective. As shown in figure 16.4, the major elements of this design are the following. The mixed methods researcher use, researchers use a convergent explanatory, exploratory, or embedded design in multiple stages in the program implementation. The multi-stage design builds on the basic mixed methods designs and adds to these designs multiple stages or projects conducted over time. Any one phase may have a combination of concurrent sequential mixed methods designs. In addition, this form of research is most amenable uh, to large-scale funded investigations. The mixed methods researchers need to clearly identify stages that help a larger program objective. These researchers also need experience in large-scale research. Team members might be composed of individuals with quantitative, qualitative, and mixed methods research skills. The mixed methods researchers need to interrelate the different stages so that they tie together uh, to address a common research objective. Typically, one stage or project leads to another, and in this case, the stages or projects build or informs on each other throughout the study. In a multi-stage evaluation mixed method study, um, uh, Nastasi et al. provide a program developmental research study of culture-specific definitions of mental health uh, constructs, for example, stressors and competencies for adolescents in Sri Lanka. This study has uh, was part of a Sri Lanka mental health promotion project. In the beginning of the article, we are introduced to 12 different phases in the research project that form um, formative research, instrument development, program development, and evaluation research. At these different phases, the researchers engage in combinations of quantitative and qualitative research, some presented as concurrent and some as sequential. A table in their article showed how they combined the qualitative and quantitative data in each stage. For example, in the final evaluation stage, they combined qualitative and quantitative results based on an experimental design and post-intervention interviews. In this study, they used the basic mixed methods design designs in different phases conducted research toward the program objective of establishing culturally relevant understanding of mental health and engaged in this large-scale investigation over several years involving at least six primary researchers. When Maria starts with a survey and follows it up with an interview in her mixed methods study, what type of design did she use? What would be the possible intent for her design? What would be the reasons for using this type of design? What are the key characteristics of mixed methods designs? Mixed methods designs can be distinguished 
from other types of designs in several ways. In reviewing the following five characteristics, consider incorporating them into your plan or a study if you intend to conduct a mixed methods project. In addition, look for them in a mixed methods study. Um, in addition, look for them in a mixed methods study you might be reviewing or reading. Collecting and collect and analyze quantitative and quantitative and qualitative data. Use rigorous methods. Integrate the quantitative and qualitative data through merging, connecting, building, and embedding. Use a specific mixed methods design. Frame the study often within theory and philosophy. Consider priority and sequence. Diagram the procedures. Collect and analyze qualitative and quantitative data. In any mixed methods study, you should clearly indicate that you are collecting both quantitative and qualitative data. Methods of data collection are typically associated with either numbers or numeric data and words or text and image uh, data. Mixed methods researchers collect both quantitative and qualitative data. A broader uh, picture of data forms is shown in table 16.1. In this table, the columns illustrate both methods and data. In practice, mixed methods researchers use different methods to collect different forms of data. In a mixed methods study, researchers include specific forms of both quantitative and qualitative data and incorporate this discussion into the methods or procedures section of the study. Use rigorous methods. Good mixed methods studies incorporate rigorous methods of data collection, analysis, and interpretation for both the quantitative and the qualitative data. There is no reason to diminish the sophistication of either the quantitative or the qualitative data because both are being used in a study. What constitutes rigor? Certainly, it may vary from one observer to another. But as shown in Table 16.2, there are common features that need to be addressed whether the methods are quantitative or qualitative. These include data collection features of sampling, recruitment of uh, participants, and adequate sample size, the identification of various forms of data collection, for example, surveys, interviews, and ways to record the data, and to describe or store them. It also includes the data analysis steps of an initial review of the data and more advanced procedures of analysis. In some cases, participants in communities are involved in all or many aspects of the research process. Integration, combining the databases. Mixed methods research is not simply collecting and analyzing both quantitative and qualitative information. It goes beyond this to include the combining, integrating, or mixing of the two sets of data. There are several ways that the research could accomplish integration. It could be by merging the two data sets, as is found in a convergent uh, design. This merging can occur through comparing the results in a discussion or arraying the data in a table where, for example, the researcher can compare the qualitative themes with the statistical results. The databases can be mixed through one connection to the other, as in an explanatory uh, sequential design, or by having one build into the other, as in um, an exploratory design. Finally, integration might occur with one database embedded within another database, as in an experimental mixed methods design. Use a specific mixed methods design. Another characteristic is that the researcher chooses a specific mixed methods design, basic or advanced, to use. What is this choice based on? The first criteria, criteria would be uh, the intent of the researcher. See above in the designs. In, is the intent to merge the data so that the qualitative and quantitative information can be compared? Is it to merge the data and place them within an experiment? The second criteria would be the researcher's familiarity within the designs, or with the designs, and which one is most appealing. For individuals trained in quantitative research, the explanatory design 
is, uh, wait a minute, for individuals trained in qualitative, no, quantitative research, the explanatory design as a starting point is often appealing. For people skilled in qualitative research, the exploratory design is often the one of choice. The third criteria is to select a design based on time and resources. A convergent design, for example, <clears throat> can be an efficient design in that both forms of data roughly collected at one time at one outing to the, to the field. An experimental advanced design, on the other hand, requires conducting an, an experiment and adding to it qualitative data collection and analysis. Involving community members in any of the designs requires still more time. The fourth criteria would be the types of mixed methods designs popular in the researcher's field. In some fields, an explanatory design is the design of choice because it is most popular for individuals adding qualitative data to existing quantitative instrument administration. Frame the study within theory and philosophy. The use of theories in popular, is popular in mixed methods research and can take the form of social science theories or more social justice theories. Social science theories would be like those of the Brady and Reagan study mentioning, er, mentioned earlier in which the authors use a, um, use a mentoring theory to guide both their quantitative and their qualitative questions. A social justice theory might involve the feminist perspective such as uh, mentioned at Buck et al. Uh, further, a mixed methods study might explicitly identify the worldview and philosophy the researcher is using in a study. This worldview might present as might present as pragmatism or one of the other worldviews mentioned earlier as the philosophical foundation for the mixed methods study. In addition to these major characteristics, several others hold important roles in mixed methods study. Priority sequence and diagram development are also briefly mentioned. Give priority to either quantitative or qualitative research or both. Priority means that in a mixed methods uh, design, the researcher places more emphasis on one type of data than on other types of data in the research and the written report. This um, emphasis may result from personal experience with data collection, the need to understand one form of data before proceeding to the next, or the audience reading the research. Whether the reason in examining mixed method study for uh, priority ask, whatever the reason in examining mixed method study for prior priority, ask the following questions. What do you emphasize more in the purpose statement, exploring or prediction of outcomes? Which data collection uh, process, quantitative or qualitative, do you give most attention to? For example, number of pages in a report in the methods and results sections. Which data collection process do you examine in uh, the most depth? For example, detailed statistical analysis or multi-layered thematic analysis. Sequence the quantitative and qualitative methods. Mixed methods research advance the sequence of data collection using concurrent or sequential approaches or some combination. Again, several options exist for uh, the sequencing of data collection. You collect both quantitative and qualitative data at the same time. You collect quantitative data first, followed by qualitative data. You collect qualitative data first, followed by quantitative data. You collect both quantitative and qualitative at the same time, as well as in sequence. If the purpose of the study is to explain quantitative results further with qualitative data, for example, explanatory design, or to develop an instrument from qualitative data, for, uh, in other words, exploratory design, the procedures should clearly indicate this sequence. The data collection procedures are independent of each other and typically presented as phases. If the intent of the study is to converge the findings, in other words, converge the uh, convergent design, 
then the data are collected at the same time. And the researcher is explicit about this process. This process involves two data collection efforts that proceed simultaneously and are related to each other. Some mixed method studies involve both the concurrent and sequential processes of data collection. <clears throat> Diagram the procedures. Mixed methods researchers often provide a visualization or diagram of their design, depicting the procedures. A visualization is a figure, such as the examples in figure 16.3 and 16.4, that indicate the process of data collection, analysis, and interpretation. It consists of labeling the quantitative and qualitative data, indicating the sequence of activities using arrows and plus signs. By including this diagram, the researcher helps readers identify the sequence of data collection, an important aid when collecting multiple forms of data. The notation system by Morse, described in figure 16.1, can be useful in developing this visualization. What are some potential ethical issues in mixed methods research? Substantive discussions about the ethical issues that arise in mixed methods research have not been undertaken, uh, but the conversation is certainly beginning with the discussion by Martins, Holmes, and Harris about transformative, um, for example, social justice research and uh, ethics. Thus, these authors suggest that the transformative approach is a site of multiple interpretive practices and that ethical considerations occur at multiple points in the research process. The sampling of the mixed methods transformative design needs to consider the dangers and of grouping all participants together in a general category that may stereotype them. The data collection should not further marginalize groups of participants and the data collection data collections need to benefit involving community members and be aware of the cultural issues involved. The data findings need to be linked to social action. Since mixed methods research combines qualitative, quantitative and qualitative research, ethical considerations need to attend to typical issues that surface in both forms of inquiry. Quantitative issues relate to obtaining permission, protecting anonymity of respondents, not disrupting sites, and communicating the purposes for the study. In, quality, in qualitative uh, research, ethical, ethical issues relate to conveying the purpose of the study, avoiding deceptive practices, respecting vulnerable populations, being aware of potential power issues in data collection, res uh, respecting indigenous cultures, not disclosing sensitive information, and masking the identities of participants. In mixed methods basic designs, some ethical issues may arise that are unique to each type of design. In a convergent design, the quantitative and qualitative sample sizes may be different. Care needs to be taken to not minimize the, important, the importance of a sample because of its size. In an ex explanatory design, researchers may use a large quantitative database for the initial phase of the research. In order to follow up on these individuals with qualitative interviews, there needs to be an identifier linked to the quantitative database. Some individuals may not want their quanti quali no, quantitative data released using names without permission constitutes an ethical mixed methods issue. In an experimental design, conducting the initial qualitative interviews to build on intervention before an experiment may be helpful in designing the intervention. However, using the initial interview data to place participants into a control group where they do not receive a beneficial treatment pre presents an ethical issue. Further, collecting qualitative interviews while the experiment is proceeding may influence the scores on important outcome, outcomes variables at the end of the experiment. In a social justice design, the issue of the qualitative data influencing the outcomes and whether the participants are treated fairly so that they are not further marginalized during the study also arise. In a multi-stage multi design, 
ethical issues arise when needs of participants are overlooked in favor of existing models in the literature, and when a new stage is developed that does not build on the prior stage or contribute to the overall project objectives. Ethical dilemma suggests another issue that may arise during a multi-phase mixed methods design. When mixed methods uh, researchers do not seek ongoing permission in a multi-phase project, an educated educational researcher has a funded project to study that, uh, the oral traditions of language use among the Cherokee Indian nation. This researcher decides to collect both quantitative data in the form of surveys and qualitative data in several focus groups with members of the Cherokee tribe. The survey and the focus groups will occur over several years, and when the researcher first designed the project, permissions were uh, sought from tribal leaders about when the data could be collected and how they would um, were to be used for research purposes. As the project unfolds, the researcher begins to take some findings into his college classroom on the topic of American Indians and use the data in talking about the needs of tribes today. This raises the question, is this practice ethical? How might this researcher, researcher teacher obtain permission to use the data for classroom purposes? The Cherokee Nation now wants a certain percentage of the monies raised to fund the project because the researcher, researcher has allegedly been unethical. Should they be given some of these monies? What are the steps in conducting a mixed method study? Now that you have a basic understanding of mixed methods research, we can turn to specific steps typically undertaken by researchers when they use this, this design. These steps are lockstep procedures. They provide a general guide to help you get started. See figure 16.5 for an overview of this process. Step one, determine if a mixed method study is feasible. The first step in the process is to assess the feasibility of using this design. Uh, you, need, you need skills in gathering both quantitative and qualitative data, time to collect ex extensive information and a working uh, knowledge of the different types of designs. Also important is whether audiences such as graduate committees, uh, publishers, other researchers and practitioners in educational settings will uh, appreciate the uh, complexity of your research method study. Step two, identify a rationale for mixing methods. Assuming that a study is feasible, you need to consider why you are collecting both quantitative and qualitative data. The intent of, uh, for, the basic, for the six basic and advanced designs should provide a good starting point. Be explicit in this rationale and include it early in your research plan or report. See the intent statement for each design advanced earlier in this chapter. Step three, identify a data collection strategy. Identifying your mixed methods intent for the study will lead to planning your procedures for collecting data. You need to know the following. The specific forms of qualitative data, uh, for example, attendance records, and qualitative data, for example, pictures, you will collect. The priority you will uh, give to quantitative and qualitative data. The sequence of your data collection, if you do not plan to collect the data concurrently. Once you have made these decisions, create a diagram of the procedures and use the models shown in figures 16.3 and 16.4 to help you create this diagram. Step four. Develop quantitative, qualitative, and mixed methods questions. With the specific design in mind, next, develop your research questions. Depending on the types of designs, you can identify these questions prior to a study, or they may emerge during the study. For example, in a two-phase design, the questions for your second phase cannot be specifically identified early in the study. They will emerge as the study phase cannot, um, as the second phase cannot be specifically identified early in the study. They will emerge as the study progresses. Alternatively, for a convergent design, you can present the questions before data collection and specify them in detail. 
If you can identify both quantitative and qualitative questions, pose both sets of questions. For institutional review boards, create uh, tentative questions. Typically, researchers present both the exploratory questions and the analytic variable questions in a mixed method study. Quantitative questions specify the relationship among independent and dependent variables. They may be written in the, in the null form, but are typically written to convey an alternative directional form. For example, the more mentoring, the greater the self-esteem of students. Qualitative questions are open-ended and non-directional in nature and seek to describe the phenomena. In addition, you might consider posing a mixed methods question. Most researchers are not familiar with this type of question. It is essentially a question that is to be answered by the mixed methods research designs being used. For example, in a convergent design, the mixed methods questions could be, do the two databases, quantitative and qualitative, converge and present consistent findings <clears throat> or diverge and show contradictory findings? For an explanatory design, you might ask, how does the qualitative uh, follow-up data help us to better understand the quantitative first phase results? For an, explanatory, for an exploratory design, the question might be, is the instrument we develop in the second phase as a result of exploring in the first phase a better instrument than those available to measure the variables? For an experimental design, the question might be, how do the qualitative findings provide support and enhance understanding for the quantitative results? <clears throat> for a social justice design, the question might be, how can the social issue be better addressed using results from quantitative and qualitative findings? A multi-stage design would address the question, how do the stages of the evaluation contribute to the overall project aim? Step five, collect quantitative and qualitative data. Collecting data in a mixed method study follows rigorous quantitative procedures and qualitative, you know, quantitative procedures and qualitative procedures. For a mixed method study, the sequence in which you collect the data will depend on the type of design. However, in all designs, this phase of the research will be lengthy and require good organization of the information. Statistical programs and text analysis programs can provide useful systems for storing, managing, and recording the data. Step six, analyze data separately, concurrently, or both. The data analysis will also relate to the specific type of mixed methods design you are using. You can analyze quantitative data separately, from qualitative data, as in the explanatory and exploratory designs, or integrate the data ana uh, analysis, as in the convergent designs. Step seven, write the report as a one or two phase study or a multiple stage study. The final step in a mixed methods study is to write a scholarly report of the project. Some variations are mixed in the writing structures of mixed methods studies as outlined here. The report is written in two phases. The report contains one section to specify the problem and the literature, then the sections of data collection analysis and interpretation. Two phases, one quantitative and one qualitative, are used for each section. The report integrates the quantitative and qualitative phases of the study in each section. The problem statement, for example, contains a need to explore qualitative and to predict or explain outcomes, quantitative. The research questions are posed as both quantitative and qualitative questions, and the data collection is in one section, displaying an integration of quantitative and qualitative forms. The data analysis is an attempt to converge the two databases, and, and you form the results and interpretation into information that sheds light on the research problem. This structure results in a convergent design. How do you evaluate a mixed method study? As a form of qualitative and quantitative research, mixed methods research needs to use consistent criteria. 
there are specific aspects that people reading, evalu evaluating, and conducting a study might consider. Table 16.3 shows the key elements of quality and the indicators of higher quality and those of lower quality. The key elements are arrayed in order of their importance in mixed method study. Hi, this is Dr. DeReese. Do you like what you're hearing in this podcast? Would you like to hear more? Well, why not support this podcast by making a donation? The amount doesn't matter. Whatever works for you, I am certainly grateful for. And while you're at it, why not make a suggestion for what you'd like to hear in this podcast? I'm certainly open to suggestions. And let me just say, thank you for your support. Well, that's the end of this episode of the podcast EDU, Eric DeReese University. Thanks for listening. And until next time, take care.